Hey everybody, the bonus episode that you're about to listen to is from a show that I hosted for a few months called the Newbie Photographer Podcast. And interestingly enough, the principles that are especially important for new photographers are honestly just about as important for established photographers who've been in the business for 10 or 20 years. And so on that note, whether you need a refresher, a reminder, or just an encouragement to continue to apply these principles more consistently in your business, I hope you'll find value in this episode. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get on to the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Newbie Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Nathan Holritz, and I am glad to have you here listening, watching, maybe a combination of both. Love to have you here on this new project, the Newbie Photographer Podcast, and we are dedicated to simplifying photography and photography business for new photographers. If you're in your first few years of business, we'll call it three years, let's say. It's a little bit of an arbitrary number, but if you're new in photography, you're getting ready to launch a business or you've just gotten started and you wanna figure out how to uncomplicate what it means to be a good photographer and a good photography business owner, we're here for you. That is the purpose of this show and uh, I'm excited about this new project. And we are starting with a series that is called I Wish I Knew. I'm having a number of photographers, established professional photographers come on the show and share an idea, a principle that they wish they knew when they first got started. So you don't have to go through the stress and the trauma of having to learn that yourself. And um, so I'm excited to introduce a new guest, brand new guest on the Newbie Photographer Podcast today. I have Ellen Cramblett here with me. Ellen, thank you so much for being willing to jump in, as I said to you before we started and do this show kind of blind. It's a brand new project. Of course. I'm always down. This is great. Well, and, and as I said to you also before we get started, I like to kind of break the fourth wall for our listeners so they don't think this thing is like overly produced, but th- <laughs> I'm excited for this format uh, for a number of reasons, both the short form, because it's easy to listen, you know, you take a quick drive to the grocery store or something like that, you can pop it on in the car, but it's also quick takeaways that are practical, something that new photographers can take and apply to their business right away. And so I'm stoked to get into the topic today, which We'll very simply term quality over quantity. And I'm going to let you explain that here in just a second. But before we get into that conversation, will you briefly introduce your photography business? Yeah. So like Nathan said, I'm Ellen Cramblett. I am the owner of Set Apart Photo Studio. Um, I actually have been taking photos for as long as I can remember. Um, I always loved it as a kid. I'd get, you know, the disposable cameras for Christmas. Um, But my husband and I really started taking portraits, um, you know, when our kids were little. And so that was, you know, how we got started. Um, But we finally took it to the next level um, and like totally like rebranded into a a wedding photography business in 2018. Okay. And so that's where I got my real start and like, um, professional photography was okay. weddings and portraits. Um, and somewhere in there, I, you know, I love to do the, the lifestyle newborn. So I'd have a lot of people ask me to do that. Um, and so I did that as well while I was doing weddings. And, uh, then I had a friend go, Hey, can you, can you like try and do this like studio style newborn? And it freaked me out. Let me tell you, <laughs> but <laughs> I did it. And I fell in love. I mm. loved, I loved the art of it. 
Um, and so I actually, we rebranded again. So from Zeal Creative was our, still is, it's still around, but I don't do nearly as many weddings, only a few. Um, and now I am set apart. Uh, and I have niched down uh, in the past few years to only that. doing newborn um, and like milestone photography. I love that. We're going to, I'm sure we're going to spend plenty of time on the newbie photographer podcast talking about brand position, the significance of brand position mm -hmm. and setting ourselves yeah. apart in contrast to our competition and our marketplace. We talk quite a bit yeah. about that on my other podcast, but mm -hmm. to highlight that and do so very quickly before we get into the topic for today, I want to pull your site back up because you've got a really clear brand position statement there above the fold, which means without having to scroll anywhere, it's right there in front of us, photography yeah. for your family made simple. And I mean, I don't know that you could get any more clear than that. I think it's a beautiful brand position. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, especially in the newborn photography world. Um, you know, there's, there's different types of newborn photographers. So, you know, some people do in-person sales. I don't know if everyone's familiar with that, but that's more where you, you know, you have a session fee and then you come in and do like an ordering appointment. Um, and you know, that's awesome. Like I applaud photographers that do that. Um, that's just not who I am marketing to. Um, people that would want that. Um, I'm marketing to the moms that are like me. I actually have four kids. Um, so I need something. It's like, I need to schedule photos. I need to get them done. I want yeah. the, you know, I need to be in and out. No questions. I feel like clarity is kindness. We've heard that before. Mm. I'm very clear. I have prep guides for every single session. So I try to make it clear, simple, in and out. We're already stressed when we got kids, guys. So let's, I don't want to be another stressor. So you don't need, yeah, you don't need a bunch of moving parts to keep up with. Clarity is mm -hmm. kindness. That is a really great mm -hmm. takeaway and actually a good reminder for me too today. So I, and man, if we had more time, I would totally follow that rabbit trail because that's a really important topic. I know. Oh gosh, we could talk about that in a whole nother podcast. I, well, if, if you're willing at some point, maybe we can have you back on the show and we can do For just sure. that because that's a yeah. really important topic, especially as you're starting a photography business. But we'll continue on. I already alluded to it, but briefly sum up, if you will, the one big idea or concept you wish you knew when you had started your photography business. Yeah. So you kind of summed it up a little bit in the introduction. We're talking about quality versus quantity and what that means. Um so I kind of unofficially mentor um, a few photographers. Um, and one thing that keeps coming up is the amount of photos that they're delivering. So that's why when I agreed to come on this podcast, and that was one of the topics that I was, you know, kind of passionate about, um, is really focusing on being intentional and having that quality. And you don't necessarily need to deliver thousands of photos mm. <laughs> that makes any sense. yeah absolutely okay so we're talking so. more specifically than about the number of images the quant yeah. or the quality of the images versus the quantity mm -hmm. and this yeah. is a fascinating one that we could easily probably spend a whole hour talking about mm -hmm. right because i know mm -hmm. that photographers and i've certainly been guilty of it as well at, at times as a photographer myself but it's so easy to easy with digital photography and i, I say this having come from film photography with digital mm -hmm. cameras to just to overshoot. Mm -hmm. And I think the argument a lot of times is that, well, hey, I, I shot a lot, I've got them, they look good. I, I can, you know, I can impress my client or I can get them extra excited by getting them more than they expected. Mm -hmm. But it does, I think in many ways, take away from the experience for the client. We have to remember, I mean, I think even like for a wedding photographer, certainly, but even with a portrait session, 
the idea of having to scroll through even hundreds of photos, certainly thousands, I know some photographers will deliver, you know, 12, 1500 images or even more. The idea of that, it, it takes away from the significance of the, and the beauty ultimately of the individual images at the end of the day, doesn't it? It, it really, it really honestly does. Um, have you ever noticed when you, it could be on social media or something, that when you post a single picture that like is so awesome and you're proud of it, it gets so much more traction mm. than if you just like photo dump, right? You're yep. like, oh, I had a session. I'm just going to dump all these photos. You don't get nearly the traction that if you post like one well thought out, gorgeous photo, you'll probably get more likes on that than you would if you just like <laughs> dump just, you know, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, it, yeah. it, it takes away from the beauty of the portraits, in my opinion, it, yeah. it feels less like art when you're just like, I'm just gonna spray, all spray and pray, we call it. Um, and you just have so many photos, mm -hmm. it's almost takes away from the specialness of it. I, I agree. I agree. We're we are used to in 2022 culture, first world culture, just having a lot, right? We, I mean, it, mm -hmm. it, and it's we're so lucky for that. But there's also just a tendency that we all kind of tend to yeah. gravitate toward that, certainly in consumption. But it's easy also to grab kind of move in that direction right. when it comes to production right. as well. And you're right. It takes away from the significance of the individual images. So you understand this, this principle now. How long did it take after you started your photography business before you're like, oh, my goodness, I need to slow down. I need to, to deliver better quality over the quantity. OK, so I'm going to say that it at least took me a year into okay. our like solid business. So we were doing it part time before prior to 2018, but we started Deal Creative um, in 2018. And um, so I would say it took me a year and I was almost already going into the newborn game. But I would just sit back and I'm like, why am I so stressed out? I mean, I'm drained. I'm tired. I'm behind on editing. Um, and that whole thing. And it, it finally, after talking to a couple photographers that I admire, um, they're like, how many photos are you editing? And when I shared that it was like, you know, 1400, they're like, oh my, that is <laughs> no. And I, and then I like, it took such a weight off my chest. Yeah. And you know, you're the owner of photographers edit. So mm. you know this, if you, if you're smart, you're going to delegate tasks and maybe that's editing for you. Um, and if you think about it, like you, how many photos are you sending to be edited, you know, and that's going to cost you more money. So you need to be very intentional about, you know, about what you're sending. And also you need to save time on calling. So even if you're mm. like, I'm just going to call them all down, I want to make sure I get the shot, which is fine because I mean, we are noting, we're talking, you know, a lot of us are, you know, that are listening are new photographers. So maybe it comes from a place of not having the confidence. So you're a little worried that you're going to miss focus or something like that. So I, re I do remember doing that, you know, like the first kiss and you're like holding down the button, you know, like <laughs> you're like, your Oh shoot, camera. I can't miss it. <laughs> yeah. So you're just like holding it down and you just keep going yeah, and you get yeah. really nervous. So some of that does come with time and confidence and, and stuff like that. So I do understand as, as a, as a beginner photographer, why you would overshoot because you just want to like make sure you have enough. Um, but I think with confidence, um, and the more you do it, the more you kind of learn to go, you know, to be like, I don't want to have to go through all of these. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's a great point. And, and so just for context, for new photographers, kind of learning all of this stuff and some of the terminology, um, mm -hmm. first of all, the point that you make is an interesting one about the amount of time it takes. If you're doing your own editing, 
whether that's the individual color correction of the images or even the culling you mentioned. And for anybody who's not familiar with the term culling, we're talking about, we can look at it two different ways, either getting rid of the images you don't want or keeping the images you do want to deliver. But that culling process, uh, I like to look at it as choosing the images I'm going to deliver to my client. That culling process, the more images you have to go through, of course, the longer that takes. And then even with the remaining images, the longer the editing process takes if you do do your own editing. Um, thanks for the shout out, by the way. Photographer's Edit is a post-production company that I own. And I haven't mentioned on this podcast yet, but that is a that is a solution for photographers if they want to save time in their business where they can delegate editing to a company like ours. And we've got about 15 years experience in that. So I just wanted to give a little bit of context to that. But let's talk about kind of the practical next steps. If photographers listening in, they're like, oh my goodness, I can totally relate to what you all are talking about. I've been, I've been shooting and I'm, I'm learning, so I'm shooting a lot. And I totally empathize with that. And I'm shooting a lot, so I make sure I get the best possible images to my clients. Again, I can empathize with that and I'm sure you can as well. What are a few practical next steps, uh, actions, next actions, if you will, for the listeners that will enable them to kind of make steps toward cutting back on that quantity and focusing on the, the quality a bit more? Mm -hmm. So I would say number one is shoot with purpose. And I know you probably that seems really cliche, like, oh, of course, like, you know, if I'm doing a newborn session, of course, I'm shooting with purpose. Um, I just, for me, sometimes it even helps for a portrait or for a newborn session. I actually I, I make what's called uh, what I call a shot list, which sounds weird, but I I, do. I, I, I write them out because I I know what I want to accomplish. And if I don't do that, I feel like I don't have direction. And then I'm just like, kind of like I said before the podcast, Nathan, my brain is like squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. So I have to, at least for my brain, I have to be very intentional and shooting yeah. with purpose. Um, and I think that organization will help a lot too. Mm -hmm. um, and don't just take a picture to take a picture. So beginners, like if you're shooting a wedding, um, you really, you really don't need to be taking pictures for the full 30 minute ceremony. And I learned that the hard way. Um, you know, it, it, you'll have 200 pictures of them sitting there holding hands and you're just like, why do I have all these pictures? <laughs> so just so shoot like you're telling me, yeah, where you're just like, this is literally the same picture and I have so yeah. many. So, yeah. and then when you overshoot, you tend to over deliver. So that's what I found. So I've, I've been trying to be very purposeful about what I'm shooting so that you know, I don't overshoot because when I overshoot, I just get really excited about the pictures. And if it looks, and I don't know, Nathan, you're a seasoned photographer. If it like hits all the points and it looks really nice, you almost like you're tempted to like include it just because it's like technically like yeah. the settings are there. The focus is tack sharp. So you're like, oh man, like I need to, you know, I need to share this. So if you overshoot, you will probably overshare. Well, I wrote down, I'm taking notes, kind of old school here with a notebook. So I wrote down shoot with purpose. And then in parentheses, I wrote intention, the idea of being intentional and intention, at least in the way that I frame the idea of intention, it's there is something that I am trying to accomplish, right? And I've actually mm -hmm. thought about that in advance. We as photographers, wedding photographers or portrait photographers, we certainly have to be ready to react and respond to any given situation mm -hmm. in the moment, photographing mm -hmm. a session or photographing a wedding, we have to be ready to go to handle that, right? But even before we get to that place, and a lot of that comes with experience and time and practice, but even before we get into that session or go to that event, 
there should be some level of intention behind what it is that we're trying to create with this imagery. And hopefully yeah. we've had a conversation with a client prior yeah. to that event or session. So we can do that. Right. So I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Take us to the second mm -hmm. idea. Yeah. So the second idea is that, um, okay. So you've got to be mindful of what you're delivering because this is 2022. You might as well assume that whatever you're delivering is going to make it on social media or somewhere that's public. So you really want to make sure that it lines up with your brand and that, um, and it really, cause it's going to show, I mean, it's, it's a reflection on you. So you want whatever is going to be shared to be your best and not just a picture to give it to them just for the sake of giving it to them. Um, yeah. A lot of new photographers will say, um, you know, I guarantee, you know, 800 or 800 kind of low. Let's say I, I guarantee, you know, a thousand to 1500 photos for a wedding or a newborn photographer. That's more my niche. So I guess I'll go there. You know, I guarantee 60 to 100 photos. Okay. Then you have like, then you have to meet that expectation, even if that photo doesn't align with your brand and it's not a good photo. Interesting. So then all of a sudden you put this, this number on yourself and you go, well, I, you know, I'm only at 50 photos. I need 10 more. So I guess I'll put this one in. I guess I'll put this one in. That's great. And then, and then it can really, you know, it can really mess up your brand. Cause then I don't know if you've ever had someone share a photo you're not super proud of, but I know that I have. And when you see it come across, you just go, oh. Oh, no. You're like, what? <laughs> Why did they share that one? There was like, all these other <laughs> great all these images. Photos, yeah. And somehow they always choose the worst one. So <laughs> you just want to be, you know, mindful of, you know, what you're delivering to your clients will probably make it on social media. That's a great and you point. really want it to line up with your brand. Okay. That's really good. All right. So first of all, shoot with purpose or intention. <laughs> Secondly, be mindful that the image is a strong reflection on your brand. And, and like you were talking about, set the it's not about setting the standard low, but we're setting mm -hmm. the expectation low as far as the, de mm -hmm. the deliverables, right? The number of images we're yeah. delivering so that it enables us to really make sure that every single image being delivered is a great reflection of our brand. That's great. Okay. And, take you've, us and you've heard, and you've heard this before. Um, I've even heard it on your other podcasts. Um, you want to like under promise and over deliver. So we yeah. all get excited and sometimes over deliver photos if they're really good. And that's fine. That's great. Um, as long as you're not overworking yourself, but so sometimes we over deliver and I think that that's okay, mm. but we don't, we definitely don't want to over promise and under deliver or just deliver some for the sake of delivering X amount of photos. Yeah. And then force our hand and have to deliver subpar images. That, that's yep, a great point. Exactly. Okay. We have just a couple of minutes here. I okay. think you've got another big idea to share with us. What is that? What, what's kind of the next step for photographers? So confidence in shooting with purpose takes time. So I know we're talking on here about, you know, shooting with purpose and, you know, we have all these, this advice for you. Um, but these habits take time. Um, and it, it's small things that you do every day. I don't know if you've ever read the book, the slight edge, but it, it you take baby steps, um, and you do small things every day to improve. Yep. You're not going to like listen to this podcast and go, Oh, I shoot with purpose now and everything's fine. I don't over deliver. Um, if you're a beginner, you'll get there in that confidence in shooting and trusting yourself to get you know, the focus right and get the, you know, the composition right. It will come in time. So go easy on yourself, but be intentional about when you're shooting and try and think about that. That's really good. This is really practical. I, I really appreciate this, Ellen. And um, for those of you listening in, you got to make sure you take this practical advice and run with it. To Ellen's point, 
there is some nuance and there's further conversation associated even with some of the points that you shared today on and so for those of you listening and watching make sure that you subscribe tune in and stay on board with us because you're going to learn a lot that will be easy to apply in the way that Ellen was just talking about that step by step. Make sure you continue to apply these simple principles and steps consistently on a day-by-day basis and make a big impact. Remind us one more time, Ellen, where we can find you online. All right. So you can find me online at setapartphoto.com or you can find me on Instagram at setapart.photostudio. Perfect. And we've got that up there on the screen. Thanks everybody for listening in. Hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. Thanks again, Ellen. Thanks guys. It was good to be here.